TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thank you very much, Chris Fillar with Greg Hargrave, the governor, Tom Milliken, Heather Park, and maternity leave. He is John Jansen. I'm Stoney. What's going on, everyone? How are you, John? Good morning, Mr. Stone. How did you celebrate Grand Slam Ellie's birthday yesterday? Uh, Lisa made a uh, raspberry pie. Uh, we had cake the day before. Right. Um, for your birthday and, and for Lucy's. Lucy's. Yeah. And then we had raspberry pie mm-hmm. last night. So with so many birthdays mm-hmm. in January, there's five of them, mm-hmm. uh, we varied the, uh, the dessert, the celebration uh, and so this one was a raspberry pie, and it was tremendous. It's my favorite. I've never had a raspberry pie. I like, I'm sure I would because I love cherry pie. My favorite pie is lemon meringue pie. Yeah? Yes. Uh-huh. Apple pie is good, but to me, the best of all time is <laughs> is lemon meringue. Yeah. I, I'm not a big lemon fan. I, I don't like lemon oh. on, like, you know, people will squeeze lemon on, uh, you know, certain salads or shrimp fish yeah i can't do lemon at all lemon back in the day when you drive home from the bars or wherever you stop at a convenience store to squeeze a little little now get the little munchies you know whatever (laughs) instead of the hostess you know you had that hostess lemon pie was it for me i mean really oh yeah hostess lemon pie absolutely with some chocolate milk driving home (laughs) lemon pie and chocolate milk that sounds disgusting Uh, well you know Oh, chocolate milk, I'm all about, but chocolate th- together, you, uh, yeah, no. As as I have stated I mean, uh, many times in my... Just cake, maybe a, even a Twinkie, but not a lemon pie. Oh, a nice little you know, sugar glaze on it, you know. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to dis, you know, disparage a lemon pie, but, I know. but together. Well, you have so to have... two flavors, lemon and chocolate, that I don't think go together. Well, you have to have milk with it, right? That's Yeah, okay, you can have milk, but not chocolate milk. Why not? Because as as is pointed out by me numerous times, John, throughout my, I would say, semi-illustrious career, yeah. as much as I love beer, as much as I love Bloody Marys, the greatest drink in the world is chocolate milk. I'm not, I'm not going to argue that at all. I agree. Yeah. So chocolate it's milk. It's not with lemon pie. Yeah. Chocolate milk goes with dessert. And to me, a lemon lemon pie is dessert. I now, mean, where did chocolate milk come from? Chocolate milk came from cows. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to go back that route? Sure. When I was a little kid, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> I didn't see that coming this morning. <laughs> Please finish. We got about what, yes. seventeen days to get all the bits out of the way. Yes, you know, it was breast milk. I thought that chocolate milk came from uh, African American women. You know. I was a little kid. I didn't know any better. 
<laughs> it, makes, it makes sense to a kid. <laughs> white milk, white mother. <laughs> Chocolate milk. Going. Just going. It just makes sense. <laughs> Where do you stand on... How many years have you been able to do this without getting... <laughs> well, it's not, there's nothing. Yeah, he's got an excuse. As a kid, six uh, right, years old, right, I would right, get that. Right, I get that. Every kid, like that, maybe. Right. And then the assumptions and, are so stupid about something. Right. Because you just had no clue. Right. And, yeah. and, and there's nothing derogatory about it. No, no. It's the original Happy Meal. No, that's for damn sure. Well, I wouldn't know. My mother never breastfed me. She liked me as a friend. <laughs> it's your Rodney Dangerfield joke. <laughs> Thank you for explaining. Well, well, not everybody knows, you know. But that's true, too. That <laughs> she liked you as a friend? No, no. But I was never breastfed. <laughs> Back in the day, breastfeeding. Right, I they, don't they, know if I was. I don't. <laughs> I, was, I don't know, and I don't need to know. I was told. <laughs> oh, <Do> you? He <laughs> can't even talk. You're going to miss me so bad. So, All I can picture is your adult head. <laughs> oh. oh, that's disgusting. No, Even I wouldn't I'm say that. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I know, you're just being honest. <laughs> you're talking about it from a kid's point of view. Right. And I guess mine's not really that much different. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh my goodness! So my more, more, more importantly, where do you rank? Like, if you think your top three beverages, <laughs> breast milk is not there. Okay, it's not mine it's either. Not, no top three. Okay, well, what's your top three? <sighs> my top three. Yeah. Well, um. The top three beverages. Well, uh, number one is definitely um, whole milk, okay. just plain whole milk. Okay, chocolate milk would be second, um, and then I have to go with coffee. Three. Hmm. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, I, I, obviously, water is essential. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to guess that we we just put that one in there. Okay, uh, but it does has, has essential li- has nothing, li- little to no flavor. Essential essential has nothing to <laughs> do with it. Depending on where you're getting it, right? Essential has nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm going to say chocolate milk and orange juice and beer. <laughs> I can't believe your combination. <laughs> <laughs> what? Chocolate milk, yeah, orange juice. I don't, I don't drink a lot of orange juice beer. anymore. Beer, yeah. Well, I think most guys over the age of twenty would say that beer is going to be in their top three. Uh, that's probably uh, that might be likely. Yeah, that might be likely. Yes. M- most people wouldn't have two varieties of milk, but you're, you know, you're. Well, I mean, they both have. I mean, they got different flavors. Oh, I, I, mean, I, I, I know. I guess I could say milk. Yes, I understand. No, no, and, and just no, cover I'm, it all. I'm, but I don't no, want. I don't want no, to I'm, soil it with 
you know, I'm not, skim milk. I'm not. I don't want to put that in there. No, I, I do. You drink two percent or whole? Whole. You do? Yeah. I, I can't drink whole anymore. Why? I, it's just too thick. It it, it. it happens to everyone at some point, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, um, I got. I, I guess I did go to skim for a while and went back to two percent. That's when we had kids. All the good stuff is in whole milk. I know. I get it and stuff. It's just. I hadn't had it in so long. It's just too much. Like I got yeah. so used to the, the it's skim, almost, but I, then the skin. Uh, how, got what, gross. Do you, what do your kids drink? Because they're they're kind of they, still in the whole milk age. I mean, I guess no, it's they heavy. they've been on two zero to one hundred couple years now. But they drink used to drink whole. You know yeah. what? It's it's analogous to when if you all of a sudden switched back for some reason to if if you drink like diet soda, yeah. by diet pop for a while, and then you drink like a regular <laughs> Coke. It, it's so weird. Because you're so used to drinking diet that uh, you, you, your taste buds don't get the the real thing as much, and it's and you know every once in a while a real Coca Cola is awesome. Yeah, yeah, a little juice. Exactly. Yeah. See, I, mine is like every once in a while a cherry Coke out fountain drive through. You're traveling. Oh I yeah, love it so much. It's so. It's, good. Uh, but to me, that's just too sugary. So I'll go. For, I'll fogo for the uh, cherry Coke Zero sometimes. Okay, it has no sugar. Well, yeah, I understand. I'm the, I, I'm the worst at those new. Well, they're not even new anymore. Those, you know, beverage fountain where you make your own. Yeah, I'll sit there I'll go like quarter of it. Like, oh, can you, you know, imagine being behind Mike Stone in one of those with I'll, all I'll, of those decisions and trying to figure out which buttons to push? Well, I know which buttons to push, but I do to, do a you few. You do play with it. Yes, a little, you know, Diet Coke, uh, raspberry for like a little, like a quarter of it, and then uh, orange and lime, and it's like a potpourri. All in one? Yeah. My wife oh. hates it when we share one at the, at the movie theater. She has to have her own because I have too many flavors in my in my sauce. I drink. would imagine so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's Mike Stone. Too yeah. many flavors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what did you do last night? I mean, I, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah I had, raspberry pie. Raspberry That's how we started pie. this whole <laughs> conversation. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> 14-year-old's birthday party. Yeah. Um <laughs> Last night, you know, there was nothing on locally in the world of sports. Uh, and right now, well, tonight's in Michigan, Michigan State. Oh, boy, can't wait for that thriller. Uh, especially if it's on Peacock. But uh, it's always a good game. It's always interesting game. Yes. I won't, even, I won't even say good. A lot of energy once it's tipped off. Yes, exactly. So last night I watched... Oh, I, I watched the wild card, one of the wild card champion Jeopardy games at 7.30. Oh, wow. Watched a little Jeopardy. How about that excitement in the, in the oh, stone house? Oh, yeah. Well, my wife was hosting the weekly Canasta game, so she was <laughs> I, in one room. I, 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 I had no idea. Yes. I mean, again, the excitement I know. in the stone house. I was, exactly. So <laughs> I watched a little of that. Then we watched, I, I sat down and was just hanging out with her after her friends left and she was watching the. She had to converse with you. Well, no, she was watching The Bachelor. Oh, I did hear that was on last night. Yes, yeah. so I had it somewhat on. You know, I was. You know. Oh yeah, who's your who's your vote? It was. I don't even know these girls' names, but they were all. The one woman was like upset that she thought she had no shot because she's thirty-one and she was the oldest of the lot. Really, the guy who The Bachelor <laughs> is is some guy. He's like a a tennis pro, like a teaching pro. Yeah. Of course, he's, they show him giving lessons to Jesse Palmer, you know? Yeah. It's so well, weird. He's pretty. <laughs> you talk about a pretty man. <laughs> Jesse qualifies as a pretty man. 
Yeah, I guess so. I mean, he obviously people think so because he's in that position. Well, sure, but yeah, I mean, there's, a, yeah, he's just, you know, he's just a pretty man. Yeah, <laughs> they had. It's just, I can't believe they said, you know, you, you know, when you you put on the TV and it'll say what the so it says like The Bachelor, you know, episode one, season tw- twenty eight. Twenty. Oh, the, are they? Well, they got to start. Using Roman numerals now, like because we're—I mean—we're in Super Bowl season. Everything has to be labeled in Roman numerals. Well, they didn't for this, but I'm, I'm trying to. Think, has it been around for 28 years? And no, it hasn't been around that long because some seasons they have more than one. Yeah. But, but God, I remember when it started. I mean, the the first one, right? Was the he was from lo, he was a local kid, kid. He's you know Bob Guinea was his name. Uh, the, the first Bachelor, I think that was the first one. Or yeah, he, well, he he just had his first grandkid, didn't he? <laughs> Yes, indeed. I don't know if he was. He was. Might have, he was. So, what are you going to fill all your void with? Because I mean, well, you mentioned it. No, not a lot of local sports last night. We right. do have Michigan, Michigan State tonight, but there's not going to be any football this weekend. No, well, see, there you. Well, Senior Bowl, but there's always this week. Whether the Lions, it's just the the down of Sunday. Oh yeah, and yeah. Then it's like the kick in the pants. Yeah, and and I I heard some people say, and I don't. Believe it for a second. Is it, who said it? Th- those people. Those people. Yes. Maybe. Maybe I was listening to the radio here. I don't know. But there's been some chatter around here. I'm not going to watch the Super Bowl. I'm so bummed out about the Lions. That, that's why they need the two weeks. Get your. Get your yeah, that's why. Back. Yeah. Now I now I understand more why the bye week is there. I mean, yeah. I, we'll all eventually watch it. But yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I asked that in my my. Prep last night. Maybe that's what you're, you know, referencing. Yeah, it's. I I have yesterday. I had no want um, or desire to, to watch the Super Bowl commercials, I- I- event, all of that stuff. Just because I, we were so we were right there. We we're thirty minutes away. I know. I know. Anyway, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven on the show today. The two grand slam at seven twenty five. Peter King, uh, from. Pro Football Talk, Football Morning in America uh, will join us. He was, I believe he was in San Francisco for the game, uh, get the national perspective. Yep. I was watching a lot of those shows yesterday, you know, and they were debating the whole fourth down stuff. And yep. it was pretty even. I mean, a lot of people thought I had no problem with it. And, right. You know, and which it is. I, some of it's debatable. Some of it's not, in my opinion. All right. So we'll, we'll get into that as well. Uh, 248-539-9797. Uh, coming up next. Are you still hurting? 97 won the ticket. Hey, when was the last time you enjoyed a game of tennis, pickleball, or golf? Or how about taking an evening hike or walk and you did it pain-free? If your arthritis, old sports injuries, or joint pain is preventing you from the activities you love, you need to call Strength Orthopedics. Dr. Derek Hill is highly trained in the treatment for the hip and knee, specializing in a special anterior approach hip replacement with very little downtime, rapid recover techniques, and non-surgical multi-pain modal treatments. Dr. Hill can get you on the road to living a life free from pain. Listen to what Neil, a straight orthopedic patient, shared about his experience. Neil writes, prior to surgery, I was very limited. Standing or walking caused pain. I had total knee replacements at straight orthopedics using the robot-assisted procedure. Today, I'm back to my daily two-mile walk without pain, and my doctor took the time to explain options and provide answers and recommendations to my questions. Neil, thanks for sharing your story. You, too, can start living your life pain-free so that you can get back to all your favorite activities like walks, golf, uh, pickleball, whatever it is. 
what you love to do, you can get back there doing it. Just call Straith Orthopedics at 855-STRAITH or go online to straith.org. That's S-T-R-A-I-T-H dot org. Straith Orthopedics is committed to you. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 248-539-9797. It is the Stoney and Jansen program on a Tuesday. Don't forget, two Grand Slam 725. Uh, are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Because there's some people who, right now, they say they're not. I mean, really, how can you, how can you not watch the Super Bowl? I know. I've got to get over this loss first. Okay, well, we have plenty of time. Uh, now, if the Super Bowl is this Sunday, it, I still can't imagine somebody not watching the Super Bowl because the Lions lost. I could. Oh, I, I can to- totally. I, not well, me, but I could totally imagine people not watching it because the Lions were so close and they're not in it. I, I, I know, but I'm talking about like football fans. I'm not talking about peripheral. Fans. Yeah, I, I I would think that even I mean football fans are emotional. Oh, I know, and I I would not be surprised to hear of some that just decided you know what I can't watch it. I can't watch San Francisco. Can't watch the date that I brought to the dance. Um, dance with somebody else. I I do understand that. I understand the logic. But it's the Super Bowl. It's basically a national holiday. You, 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 you know, even if you're, you know, maybe not going to pay as intent attention, you're still going to go to a Super Bowl park. I mean, I, I don't know. It's the Super Bowl. The, the Lions have played in. Do I think none everybody? Of them. Yeah, I mean, is is it going to be a void here in Detroit? No, absolutely not. Most people will still watch the Super Bowl, right. but I do think there's going to be some individuals that just. That that can't and and I, I I'll watch it. I know that I'll get to that point, but I'm still not over Sunday and that loss. And 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 it's not one that you're you're really ever going to get over, but it's one that you you've got to f- somehow put it in its place, put a pin in it, right? And 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 let it sit there for a little bit. Yeah. But like I said, if the Super Bowl was this week, I could understand it more. But <clears throat> having that. By week, as Dan Campbell called it, yeah. Well, it is. I, yeah, I know. I, I, I think it's, it's. I think people will get back to watching championship of the greatest sport around. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. I might feel differently if I felt like the Lions got ripped off or something like that. Like if the Dallas thing from you know, you know, seven eight years ago, they had a flag and they you know yeah. pulled it pulled it up. If, if something like that happened. But there was absolutely no. It wasn't controversial. No. no, it was. I mean, the controversy was was only about play calling and the the refs. 
I thought did a, a tremendous job. They stayed out of it. Everything, you know, in my opinion, worked itself out, evened itself out. Um, and so I thought the NFL and, and the referees in this situation did a nice job. It, it'll still, you know, even locally. Well, uh, look, obviously, if the Lions were in the Super Bowl, I mean, the ratings here would be out, out of control. Oh, they're they're out of, are in the they're, local, they're out local of, markets. Right, they're out of control anyway, uh, nationally. And this year, because of the ancillary stuff, there'll be people, you know, hoping to get more shots of Taylor Swift or whatever uh, that, that will watch because of that, which to me, whatever. Um, whatever brings them to the table. Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. And look, you have, you know, Two teams that some people are sick of because they've been or they've been in the Super Bowls recently, especially Kansas City. Yeah, and uh, I don't think these teams are hateable, but I don't think they're like lovable either. You know what I mean? Um, I don't. Well, they're not lovable. No, you know, I mean, I don't know that you're going to sit there and say they're they're lovable, but oh, there's something. Well, the, the, because the Lions were the lovable team in all this. Sure, they were American team. They were, they were the ones that people were rooting for because they were the underdogs. They started to get a taste of the history. It had been such a long, tortured history. Oh. And so, yeah, they, they everybody started to, to get on board with it. But <clears throat> in terms of, like, San Francisco, San Francisco to me, it just goes back to my childhood of watching Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig, uh, Steve Young, all of those guys. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they've been there, done that. And but th- I know that's 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 long ago, mm-hmm. um, and they've been there, you know, in the last couple of years, uh, definitely in the NFC Championship game. But Kansas City, Kansas City to me is kind of unique. At the end of last year, and and the whole battle with the the Cincinnati mayor that uh, you know Travis Kelsey had, and he called him a jabroni. While it was funny in the moment, it got uh, it, to me it was I was kind of done. But now that they've whether it's the NFL or it's some marketing company, I don't care. Travis and his brother, that relationship I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. And how they've shared their 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 experiences together. It, it, it makes them both more likable. Now, um, I think his, his brother, Jason, is, is a little bit more likable. Yeah. But, you know, and then this whole thing with, with Taylor Swift, like – I don't know. It's kind of it, it, to me. It, I don't get annoyed by seeing them on TV. I don't, no, I don't because, care because you don't think it's fake. It appears. It, it appears to be genuine and real. Yeah, and I think it's a cool story. I know. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Ticket texts and uh, some phone calls. Uh, all right, let's go to Greg in Detroit. You're a ninety seven on the ticket. What's up, Greg? Hey guys. Hey man. And as I always say, thanks for making me an educated fan, not emotional fanatic. But however. I'm very emotional. Uh, this is one of my sports cars next to my Monty Clark, Eddie Murray scar, next to my Appalachia State scar, Ooh. next to my Bird Kills the Ball scar. Uh, we're we're, 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 get, we're getting it at. You're ahead of, you're ahead of us here. Go ahead. I'm sorry, but I'm, t- I'm I'm hurt. I am really, I feel, and then to have the nation uh, be endearing to us, that was new, and to not be looking for somebody else to identify with who was playing the Super Bowl, like for years, I had Tom Brady because I can identify with Tom Brady because he's a Michigan man, and he just happened to be Tom Brady. And so uh, I had to go through other connections to get that feel, and for the first time, I had my my team to have this connection with, 
and we are doing something and we were 50 cents away from being there from the big dance and to have it all to to have the mountaintop in the first half and to just how deflating it was it was just so it, it just took everything away and now i have to process it and now for this newness that I feel with, with everything that it is, from the elation, from the ups and downs, the highs and lows, to, for the fans to come in and say, I mean, we've been through it all. Hey, the, the, the coach needs to do this. Gary Goff needs to do this. Well, the coach is great. Gary Goff, the back and forth, the up and down of this newness that we never felt before, really didn't know how to act, you know, acted unseemly sometimes, but then kind of found ourselves at the end when we started celebrating Gary Goff, realizing it, what we had. It, 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 it definitely it's, it still hurts. There's, yep. there's no doubt about it. I mean, I'm not going to tell people they should get over their loss. No, no not at all. No. I mean, this will hurt for a while. A real long while. And uh, we're going to get into some other ones that uh, have hurt for a long time for Detroit sports fans yeah. as well. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. 539 Before I get to the text, let's go to uh, Drew in Detroit. What's up, Drew? Hey, what's up? How's it going, Stoney? Hey, man, I, 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 um, I had an opinion, but I'm not even going to talk on that opinion because you addressed it. Um, but uh, first and foremost, I just want to say I am not hurt by the loss because of the simple fact that we weren't supposed to be there anyway. And I only say that based off the simple fact that you're not going to win a Super Bowl with a shaky secondary, and you're definitely not going to win a Super Bowl if you cannot play all four quarters. We have been statistically horrible in the third quarter, so we just, we just, we just suddenly found some offensive blast and we stuck it to them in the first half. But I knew as soon as that third quarter came, we were going to see the number one ranked team in the NFC take over like they were supposed to against a bunch of rookies. So for everybody out there, down to Dan Campbell is another stat for you. Nine for 22 plus 45 yards. We're talking about Mr. Badgley here. So for everybody down talking Dan Campbell, relax and realize we weren't supposed to be here. Enjoy the moment. Let's get over it. We got all the foundation coming back next year, and we're gonna and we're gonna hit them in the mouth. Let's get it. All right, that's that's a good attitude to have. But you never know if you're gonna come back or not. I mean, you always yeah. want to, obviously, but it's it's not gonna be as easy. All right. Get to your texts and calls as well. Coming up next, 248-539-9797. A couple things. Are you still hurting? And what's, I mean, Gregory started giving his laundry list of, you know. Scars. Scars. Where does this loss rank in local sports history? And which one, which loss still, no matter how long ago it was, you just can't get over? 97 won the ticket. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Before we get to the uh, the one loss that uh, still hurts today, the one because a lot of people will say, and I don't deny, we'll, won't get over this one for a real long time. You're up seventeen at the half. You're up seventeen, you know, early in the third, and you can't close the deal to go to the Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history. Every single step of this dynamic. Uh, leads to something that could be the worst loss of your lifetime. All right, here's some uh, ticket texts about, you know, people saying they're not going to watch the Super Bowl now because the lines are out. No desire to watch it. Going to Boyne Highlands to snowboard, great way to escape the saddest time of my life. Yes, I'm still hurting because I feel like not only did we miss going to the Super Bowl, we missed a real shot at winning it, uh, Kevin in Battle Creek. You know what? That's He's right. 
not Kansas City would still be favorite, but with the injury to their other offensive line, uh, defensive lineman who's yeah. out for the year, a, 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 a minute who? Yeah, I mean that definitely would help the Lions. It's going to help San Francisco. Tough to watch. No one to root for. The only reason is squares, which is why a lot of people watch the Super Bowl anyway. Well, there's a lot of parties. reasons people watch the Super Bowl. It's the party. It's the squares. It's mm-hmm. the commercials. Yeah. It's it's. There's a lot of things. But yeah, it's. I understand people being apprehensive and and not you know buying in at this point of of watching it. Haven't watched in years. No lines. No Super Bowl. Guys, I was a Lions critic, huge sports fan that got into this year's euphoria more than I imagined I could. Super Bowl right now is a complete and total afterthought. Not sure if I'll watch. It's Stephen Livonia. If the Lions didn't get close, I'd probably watch it and root for San Francisco. But now I have a bitter taste in my mouth and watching San Francisco against us. McCaffrey in particular, he's such a punk. I never realized what a punk he is, postures and acts like such a chump after every play. I can't stand him anymore. But I also hate the Chiefs. So, yeah, I'll watch the Super Bowl, but it's not going to bring me any joy. Bob and Rochester. <laughs> I never heard that about McCaffrey before, but that's okay. The Super Bowl is usually boring anyway. This year will be twice as bad because we should have been there. No interest, not watching Scott from Heartland. Mm-hmm. Last year's wasn't boring. Uh, I don't remember. It was the Eagles-Chiefs. Um, that was, a, oh, was yeah. a, a pretty good game. Uh, I'm good on it. Don't need to see it. Don't need to see Taylor Swift every two seconds and constantly hearing about Mr. Irrelevant. Won't be tuning in. Yeah, Purdy got a lot more love than I thought he should have yesterday from like a lot of national people. I mean, he played okay. He won an NFC title. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, all right, let's go to the phones. Uh, Michael in Southfield, what's up? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I don't know what level my radio has to be at for you to hear me and me not to be able to hear you. Well, well, you could turn the volume all the way off and we'll still hear you. Yes. Okay, but are you getting feedback right now? No, no. Just talk. Just, just, yeah. just, just, just have a conversation. <laughs> okay, so here's what I wanted to say. A lot of factors were like a gut punch to me. And I've been in Detroit since 78 and adopted the Lions and have hurt with the rest of the city. I'm a Cleveland Browns fan from birth, so I'm used to disappointment. But what bothered me was we got to this point, and the second half, what happened was laughable because our secondary was getting shredded by Purdy, let alone the running the running game. But Purdy's pretty creative in running back. Number eight couldn't catch a pass to save his life at the at the most critical time. Yep. Number one, Sutton on defense. Is he a corner? Because he sucks. And if he's that bad because he's outmatched and outplayed by a, a superior uh, person who's been in the league for a while, I, I looked him up, and that's why they let go of him in Pittsburgh. He's not good. Why would we pick up inferior players that can't play at that well, well, he's, highest he, level? He, well, he's, he was better than what we had last year. Right, and he's not a number one guy. Okay, the Okuma, guy, the guy who was talking about Okuma. No, no, no. The guy who was supposed to be number one, the number one cornerback, was Mosley, who got hurt. Sutton was going to be the second, oh, right, the slot right. one, and so he filled in. I mean, he was he, uh, he played decent in Pittsburgh. He was certainly no no star. That's for damn sure. People need to realize that this team overachieved this year. Yeah, they won a year ahead that, of schedule, probably. Especially defensively. They just have not had the time to acquire the talent that they right. need. And so they were very flawed defensively. And they were relying on rookies, and rookies are inconsistent. You know, it's like 
Well, the, and, ben, and, and, the venom that's out a little bit is just over-the-top reaction. You try and go out there and improve on what you had from the year before. Mm-hmm. And clearly, in terms of results, they did. But just like that last caller, like, and, and I mentioned, like, okay, you can like Cam Sutton or not, but he's better than they had in 22. Yeah. I mean, And hopefully next year, whether it's, you know, hey, if it's him, and you, you, you coach him up to play better, but you get him some help, whether it's the pass rush or another quarter, because it was supposed to be mostly, right. never, never panned out, but you get other pieces to help you perform better. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, they're, they're, look, their safety, you know, Joseph was a young sec, second-year player. Yeah. Tracy Walker, who they had a lot of you know faith in, he didn't even play the last few games. He was a healthy, healthy scratch. Yeah. Uh, but my, Jerry uh, Jacobs. I mean, he was you know off the scrap heap last year, and he, he he didn't play very well this year. I'm more upset with the offense from Sunday night than the defense. The offense completely gagged in the second half. This team allowed a lot more points than the other three teams that were in the championship game this weekend. We knew what this team was. This team had to outscore teams, and then they didn't do it because the, the fumble, the, the the Gibbs play you, really. When you the fact that you were and drop passes, yes, you know. You were sitting on 24 points for a real long time in that game. Yeah. And that's part of the reason I think he might have gone for it and not kicked field goal. He knew he had to get the 30 because he knew his defense. And he'll never say that publicly. After I've digested, first off, I'll not I'll not back off on it. I thought he should have kicked the field goal because right. he kicked the first one. I think the more this has sunk in with me, he should have gone for it at the end of the half. That's who he is, okay? They should have gone for the freaking kill and gone up 21 right before the half. I, That's who he is. Well, three scores, I thought was the okay stats, at that time. Three scores is nicer later. I know. Well, okay, I, no, I you want to get into the whole debate? No, of, no, three no. Scores Let's is good go here, but no, three scores no, isn't no. good here. Well, it, de- it depends. I, I it look, depends I, why three scores is three scores. I, I, I said yesterday I would have kicked as well, but it didn't bother me as much because they had a great play the and the is, guy couldn't not, do it. I'm the pivoting. guy dropped the ball. Yeah, and I'm pivoting on the fact that he should have gone for it the other time too because every single thing lined up. It was fourth and three or less. He should have gone for it at the end of the half. That's who he is. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Here we go. Uh, this one hurts a lot for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Ob- obviously. So we asked, what is the one loss that you have a hard time getting over or maybe have, have, have never gotten over? Who is that? Which, uh, which loss is that for you, John? It's well, a- it's different for you. You played. Well, I'm, I'm not going to talk about games that I played in. Um but I think as a fan, um, I'd have to go back to you know the App State loss. That to me was I, I I didn't get a chance to see it live. I got that information when we got off of a plane. I don't even remember where I was going. Um, but that to me was it was incomprehensible. And then when you watch it and you see how it ended, and it, it wasn't that that Michigan lost that one. It's that. App State went and won it, and it's just it, it it that one I can't get over it because every time there's an anniversary, mm-hmm. it they play that the end of that game every time every year it's a you know remember what happened on this date, no one will ever let you forget it. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. The one that's and I've talked about this before. Uh, I finally have gotten over it. I don't think about it in the shower like I used to. Was game five in 2005, with the Ori shot, when Rashid went and double teamed and Ginobili passed it out to Ori and he made the shot and gave San Antonio a 3-2 lead. The Pistons obviously win game six. 
have a chance to win Game Seven. They they blew the they blew a early fourth quarter lead uh, in, in in that game and, and did not go back to back. That for some reason, maybe because it was right in front of me. I, I was at the game. It just that one really sunk. And there are others, and I'm not going to steal people's thunder because they are a ton of them. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Uh, Scott in Celine, you're ninety seven. Won the ticket. Good morning. Good morning. I uh, for me, it's the ninety or uh, eighty seven, eighty eight Pistons when Isaiah turned his ankle and they lost in the sixth game. They could have clinched, and then in the seventh game, it was so swollen he gutted it out. But that was a I'm still there. Nope, he's gone. Um, yeah, well, the 88 game, that that game that he's talking about, game six, not only did Isaiah do what he did on that ankle, mm-hmm. that was the phantom foul. Right. Lambeer did not foul Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He did not. <laughs> he had his hand on his hip a little bit when he was making this, the attempting the sky hook, yeah. but he did not foul him. Went to the line, made the foul shots, and that was it. They Plus, they also blew that game. They had a, a lead of like three or four. Byron Scott hit a shot, and there was a turnover. But still, they got screwed big time. Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. Uh, Peter King will join us at 735. Two Grand Slam at 725. Planet Fitness, the home of the judgment-free zone. I go to the one in West Bloomfield. Love it, and working out is a great deal for you. Not just physically, but emotionally, mentally. You just feel so much better about yourself. Uh, Planet Fitness, you'll experience a squeaky clean clean gym that has tons of equipment. And right now they got that amazing, that amazing big fitness energy sale. And it's back. That's right. 24 cents down, 10 bucks a month. It is a fabulous deal. That is back. That's right. 24 cents down, 10 bucks a month. There's over 50 locations in the Detroit area. Find one near you. And they got all new equipment at a lot of these places, new cardio and Locations such as Oak Park and Belleville and Royal Oaks, Strength Equipment and Woodhaven, Commerce, Shelby Township, places like that. So join today, ten cents, ten dollars, ten. Excuse me, ten bucks a month, twenty-four cents down. Planet Fitness. That's a judgment-free zone. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Asking the uh, worst losses for you as a sports fan in Detroit. Uh, here we have some ticket texts. Uh, I'll never get over the 2009 loss to the Penguins in Game 7. The Wings had it in hand and let freaking Crosby pull it away from them. I always hate the Penguins and Crosby because of that loss. Alex and Clausen. Crosby did nothing in that game, by the way. But he did lift up the cup at Joe Louis Arena. Uh, Dude, wasn't there something? Did he play in that game? Yeah, he played. He did? Yeah. He, it was he, was, he played hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That uh, loss I, it really hurt at the time, but yeah. I mean, the thing with that loss was that they were the first team, I think, since 71 to win the first two games at home and blow the series. Yeah. I mean, they blew that series. And they blew them out. Well, they, they won game five. Like, five nothing, and yeah. then lost two two to one games. Yeah. Uh, top three losses. Wings lose game seven and pink wins the home that we just spoke about. Bird steals the ball in 87, and the Lions loss on Sunday. That's from Al in Macomb. The Lions' loss reminds me of the Pistons before they finally won their first championship. It took them bumps and bruises. Look what Bird did when he stole the ball. That broke all our hearts, but the Pistons came back and won two championships. This is similar to that. 
and hopefully we can continue to improve and get there. Well, there's a lot of comparisons between whether it's the Pistons trying to get over the hump, win a championship, the Wings trying to get over the hump, win a championship, other sports, you know, in, in other teams in, in the NFL, in other cities, trying to get over the hump before they win a championship. Yeah, I mean, there's some others that I thought of that I, I'm not stealing any thunder. I just think with that, the NFL works a little differently. Yes. And it, it's not that natural build and process that always happens. The Lions, I think the biggest challenge they face this offseason is, do you go for it because you got this far? Or do you continue to mo- methodically build a very good roster? And I think the answer is the latter, but I think people want But the, it can the, be a little bit of both. I mean, you're, uh, are you going to go all in like L.A. did, the, the, the Rams, and say F the picks? Probably not. You're not going after it like that, but I don't think you have to. But you can go out there, and in free, I expect free agency to be much different this year than it has been since Brad Holmes been in Detroit. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it better be. You're damn right. Uh, he, he neglected the trenches with the first five picks in the draft last year, and then he took a project with the sixth right. that maybe helped that. They need to address their trenches in this draft. No doubt, and they're secondary, or you know, or free agency. The secondary might be free agency yes. or a trade, right? Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Um, another one that was as, was tough for me, and we've talked about it with you know Jim Leland was Game Two of two thousand thirteen, the ALCS, the Big Poppy game. That was you know, and now Leland says the Game Three, uh, the one nothing loss to Verlander uh, when Napoli hit the home run was worse for him. But that that, that Game Two, they had it, they had that, and they win that game. They're coming home two nothing. They win that series and probably win the World Series. That was a tough one for a lot of people. How about uh, in Columbus in 2019? Yeah, 6239. No, um, see, no. I th- I think that the uh, the the spot one was worse for Michigan fans. Oh yeah, they, well, different. It was so embarrassing to 6239. Yes. Yeah, that that's one where you you try and black out and act like it didn't happen <laughs> or trouble with the snap. Yeah, absolutely. That's. <laughs> I always said after that one, no matter whatever happens, the rest of the rivalry, Michigan State can fans can just always say trouble with snap. I, I've got this in yep. my back pocket. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's go to uh, Tom in Detroit. You're ninety seven on the ticket. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, mine has got to be eighty seven uh, men's basketball when Indiana beat Syracuse. Um, Keith Smart at the last shot and won the game with a couple seconds left. Oh, what a dagger. What are, you, are you a Syracuse alum? Uh, my brother went there, and I used to spend my summers there uh, playing basketball in the gym when I was in high school. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that was that would have been Boheme's first uh, NCAA title, and, and they just snatched it away from him. Boheme. Be me. <laughs> I know Boheme. <laughs> Beheim, I know. Yeah, I, I like the fact the way you said it, though. <laughs> Uh, oh, this is a very unique one. I like this one. Glenn and Harper Woods, you're on 97, won the ticket. Yeah, morning, guys. Morning. Yeah, I would say uh, this has stuck with me my whole life, about the same age as you, Stoney. Uh, I actually went to the fight September of 81, Tommy Hearns losing to Sugar Ray Leonard. The whole city was invested. All he had to do was hold on for a minute and a half, and he would have won the fight, and it would his career would have just been out of this world. And then he got screwed in the rematch. They, what, yep, they went to that fight too. 
<laughs> calling it a draw after he knocked down Sugar Ray Leonard twice, and they still call it a draw. Wasn't that yeah. Hearns Lottery, the, the second one? That was the day before the Pistons won the NBA championship for the yep. first time. Yep, and that was a, kind of a tragic, too, because Tommy Hearns' brother uh, got brought up on murder charges. Right. Too. The I, whole I, thing was a mess. I, and, do, uh, I do remember but that. that first fight was just crushing. The whole city was so invested in uh, Tommy Hearns. I went to all his fights at Olympia and Cobo Arena, went on the charter with all the people from Detroit. Everybody was whooping it up, betting lots of money. And uh, all he had to do was just hold on for a minute and a half more, and he would have won that first fight. Yeah, yeah. It would have, could have. Sounds yeah. like the Lions. Uh, 2000, this is some ticket text. Uh, John and Lake Orion, 2016 NCAA tournament, Michigan State losing to Middle Tennessee State. That sucked. Yeah, I I, th- I think the one for Spartan fans that might be worse. Now, granted, this team was beat up. Kalen Lucas got hurt in the NCAA tournament, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Draymond was a freshman, uh, but they went to the Final Four and they lost to Butler, and that was the year you know Hayward almost hit the winning shot to to win to beat Duke. But they were so close to winning that game to get to the championship game, and they battled. And they you know Corey Lucius was a, a freshman on that team too, I think. Uh, and they just couldn't get it done. I, that because it was it, people were saying it's Butler. That was a tough one for Spartan fans. Um, Michigan versus Ohio State, 2016. We were robbed. The refs may as well have been wearing Ohio State uniforms. <laughs> Here it is, game two. That's from John and Southfield. <laughs> um, the loss I still can't get over, and it's because I am a college basketball fan. Is the championship loss to Louisville? I love the Beeline years and thought that team would win it all. Luke Hancock still haunts me. Yeah, he was their antidote to what? Spike Albrecht. Remember that? Yep. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Uh, for sure, the Lions on Sunday. Michigan, Ohio State, 2016, fourth down, and the trouble with the snap against State. 2013, Wings losing to Chicago after being up 3-1. That was, that was, that was definitely tough. I mean, and for longtime Lion fans, I've heard people talk a lot about the Eddie Murray game, even though they probably it, yeah, it, it, it wasn't the NFC Championship game, right? It was a long time ago. Yeah, because you had a kick with a kicker that he always made. Yeah, forty-three yards. He was money was from a, inside fifty. He was a rookie. I yeah, think, I think what happened with me on Sunday, like first off, I didn't think they'd win. No, and I think sometimes that affects how you react to a game. And then you saw what was happening, but they never quite got just that enough distance for me. To think that this thing is in the back. Out of reach. Yeah. yeah. And then it and then it happened so quick. And for me, the clear momentum flip in the game that happened and my belief in the what went wrong kind of softened that. You know, I know th- I took one of Connor's friends to basketball practice last night, carpool and all that. And I hey, how you guys watch a game, how'd it go? How'd your dad? I know his dad way better than his mom. And he's like, this, my dad was so so. He wasn't very happy, is what he said. Didn't smile the rest of the night. So he said his mom still couldn't get over it yesterday. Like last night was still yeah. like just like like couldn't under like couldn't comprehend what took place. Yeah, one of my daughters is like she's just still sad. She goes, "It's not fair." I said, Come uh, on. It's, "I it's, said it's, it's the Lions. This is you know you you've grown up in this. You know this stuff happens." Yeah, but this wasn't the the Lions that that she grew up with. I know this that's, was different. That, that's why and, because and, everybody and was so invested. For those of us that are, you know, let's just say 40 years or older, a 17-point lead in, you know, 1990 
was different than a 17-point lead now. Right. In regards to this is much more of a passing league. you got more explosive plays. The, the, the rules are designed to, to promote more offense. So, you know, in in 90 or 95, 2000, whatever you want to say, a 17-point lead was almost insurmountable in the, in regards to you can't run the ball enough and teams weren't sophisticated, offenses weren't sophisticated enough to be that explosive. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, it's completely different. Our telephone number, 248-539-9797. Two Grand Slam at 725. Here's Chris Fillar. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 